0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah. Hey. And Terrence. What's up? Uh, Let us get right into it. Uh, I'm going to indulge myself because I finally gave Terrence a great game game (laughs) recommendation. Terrence has been playing Moonlighter.
1: Yeah, this is the game I told uh, Brad about uh, Children of Morta, and this is their first game. This team 11-Bit Studios, I think.
0: Well, I think they're the publisher. I don't I think oh, that the, different people developed it.
1: Oh, okay. Um, either way, the, uh, it, it seemed like they're the same people. I don't know. Anyway, uh, Moonlighter, uh, if you remember what he told you two weeks ago, it's about you play a, you, uh, a shopkeep that just kind of goes into uh, dungeons and collects stuff and sells it at a shop. Um, I think I might like the shopkeeping section more than the actual. (laughs) 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 It's fucking funny because you go into the, first of all, it ain't easy. No, like it is not easy at all. Like children of mortars easy in this game. Um, But they have, they have like easy, hard and insane mode. I'm like, what the fuck? Hard is the normal mode in this game. Yes. Very weird. (laughs) So I put it on hard um and it is you have to you really have to grind to level up your uh equipment to get through this game i'm only on the third dungeon i can't beat it (laughs) i can't (laughs) beat that what is is the third dungeon the desert dungeon it is yeah yeah i'm on that one i can't beat the boss yet um and i'm pretty powerful um gotta get those enchantments man yeah gotta gotta get that gear it is i have level three everything i must (laughs) I i don't know either way um it's fun. Like you're going into the dungeon and you like, like you said, it's like, it's, um, old school, uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, you attack, diag- there's no diagonal attacks. It's up or down, left or right. <clears throat> like you collect stuff. Um, the thing is that the the balance between collecting stuff and the, the stuff that you need to level up your gear and then the stuff that you can sell, like you don't want to, like, I was trying to level up my, um, what is it? Not the staff or mm-hmm. the pike or whatever. <clears throat> and I had accidentally sold the stuff that I needed <laughs> to level it up. I was like, fuck. So I had to go back into the dungeon and collect the stuff, but it wasn't easy to collect because it's like a rare item. That's why I sold it because it was worth like 20000 pieces apiece or some shit like that. <laughs> so, I, so I go back into the dungeon. I only found one. So you, go, you come back out. Okay, got to put this in the, in the trunk and go back into the dungeon again. Hopefully like, I don't die and lose all my shit. Um, I got like two. I got like $2 million. now, So I'm good. <laughs> but, uh, early on it was, it was tough. Uh, it's, it's really fun. Like, again, I like the, I like the shopkeep section a little bit like more than the actual combat. And it's funny because when you level your shop up, you get a, a shopkeep who's a black woman. <laughs> it is and it, when you start the day, I mean, you can have her work for you. Uh, she gets like 30%. If you just, if you put all the stuff you want her to sell into the trunk and you go, Go into the uh, dungeon yourself or when you sell when you start selling stuff she puts her hair into like a bun right be- <laughs> before they start selling stuff and she like walks around the the shop making sure people don't steal uh it's fun like i really like it and and the the um the art style is similar to children of mortar but a little bit it's, it's different it's the same like 16 bit whatever it's fun it's seven bucks on playstation network right now until thursday
2: well, I for one can't wait to play this game and pretend that Brad didn't talk about it and <laughs> say how good it is. <laughs>
1: yeah, these, this hey, will a year from now. <laughs>
2: um,
1: yeah, these are like, look, I'm starting to really like the the indie games are where it's at, man. They're cheaper. Well, especially because we're in a we're in a dearth of.
0: Of budget games, just because yeah. of the situation going on around the world right. right now, it's so weird to me that The Last of Us is coming out in like two weeks. Right, it is. Oh, and Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then goes to Shishima, and then and then once we get to September, like that, then we're then we're hitting the ground running. We'll talk about
1: that later in the episode. But uh, yeah, Micah, two has games, yeah, Children Mortar, and I think Children of Mortar is back to its regular price now. Still worth oh, it. Are, really yeah, good. they're
0: they're really good games, both of those. Been enjoying it quite a bit. Uh Micah, you've played a new
1: game called Indivisible. Or new I, Indivisible. Was going to, I was going to pick this game up like two, three weeks ago, and I didn't.
2: Yeah, I, I picked it up a couple of weeks ago when I saw it on sale. It was on sale for something ridiculously cheap. And I was like, all right, whatever. There's a brown skinned woman on the cover. Let's 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 do this. Let's what did let's you support? get it on? Switch.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, it was on sale for like $17.99 on PS4.
2: Uh and I was
1: like <laughs> Because I, I, it looked really good, but I don't know. So, go ahead.
2: So, it's it's a role-playing platformer. Right. And um, the main character is uh, this girl named uh, Ajna, who is, you know, your ter- stereotypical spunky teenager. And um, uh, one day, her whole village burns down, and she sees her father, uh, and you know, dying right before her, and she sees his killer. And they and they fight each other, and then after the fight, all of a sudden the killer is absorbed into Ajna, and she can speak with him in her mind. And it this this game has uh, southeastern Asian influences, right? Like they're they're I, I want to say Indian, but I, I don't know for sure, um, and. You can go into like the inner realm and talk to all of your party members because you can do that with multiple party members that you meet that 's one of the ways that they can um that they can justify having a single character running a long screen for the adventure, but all of a sudden, an entire party of people are there to fight some rabbit or whatever right they absorb them in into her mind um, The way the game plays is uh kind of unique. Um, it is, so when you're not battling, it's a platform straight up. Like you have, it's, and it's a, it's a, like a Metroid clone. You get certain things, uh, to certain areas are blocked off. You advance in the story, you get an ax and, and you can open up different passageways and stuff like that. Uh, when you get into battle, uh, the battle system is real time and each person each member of your fo- of your party is mapped to a button and you press that button to do the action for someone so if you press x and b at the same time two people will attack at the same time but you have to wait for your cooldown before you can attack again the further you level up the more attacks you get to the more attacks you get to use and you can modify your attacks uh with up and down uh and and the button so it's um it's a it's a real-time turn-based action platforming role-playing game and that sounds like a lot but it's very good and it's very um it's not easy it's is not easy managing everyone at the same time in real time um but i do enjoy it now it's made by uh Lab Zero Games um and it's it looks beautiful, right? It's hand drawn and it's made by Lab Zero Games, the people that make Skullgirls. Now uh, one of the heads at Skullgirls decided that he was a funny man and um made a made a made a joke uh about not being able to breathe as uh he was commenting on a fighting game. And uh so you know, if you if you're still kinda hypersensitive and, and you don't want to support them, uh I get it, but you'd be missing out on a good game because um I, I really enjoy it. I think Terrence, you might like this game. You don't usually play like a bunch of RPGs and stuff, do you?
1: Um not recently, but I have played a couple in the past.
2: This is uh I think both of you would, would dig it. It's, um, you know, the main character can be kind of annoying, but uh, she's likable. Just like, she's not the worst character I've ever seen. And um, yeah, indie games. You're supporting indie games. Apparently when it came on the Switch, Zero, uh, Lab Zero didn't know that it was released on the Switch. They were like, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> oh, it came on the Switch fucking last month. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <Okay>, <laughs>
0: So well, yeah, uh, I, I dig it. If they have a demo, I'll check it out. I played the demo for Trials of Mana, like the new version that they did, <laughs> and that was enough for me. <laughs> it, like like it's 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 that real like cutesy like way to you know jovial anime, anime style. No, it's, if, if I play any version of that, I'll play the the 16 bit version that they uh, <laughs> that they redid. Yeah, I like Secret of Mana. But I don't. I didn't like the 3D version. It wasn't very fun. Um, there's only one new game this week. Uh, it's called Demons Tier Plus. Uh, it's coming to PS4, Xbox One, and a little console called the PlayStation Vita. To get this <laughs> game as well. I'm assuming it is going to be prominently released in Japan. So,
2: Demons Tier, yeah. Uh, uh, of course, of course. It's a it's a it's a hyper like anime looking game. Okay. Yeah. Right.
0: so well it's coming on the vita that's all that's all if if there isn't <laughs> AD game coming on the vita like that's all that's the only type of thing that's gonna get and that's it as far as like new stuff again we are we are struggling through a relative lack of new releases
2: yeah yeah i don't think you any of us are getting uh the last of us um so you got till july before you you hear us talk about anything uh anything triple A <laughs> uh, and new. Um, if you want to know what uh, is coming out in July, you can go on the internet. And while you're there, you can go to youtube.com slash dense pixels and subscribe. Uh, you can see Terrence's background of the day. When you go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, hit that uh, like and uh, notification bell to be i i watched so many youtube clips i should know what people say at the end of these things uh, but i don't i generally tune out um
0: I, I always say at the end of the videos on buddy watch These." if you like it hit the thumb if you loved it click the red subscribe
2: button there you go oh. hey here's a here's a secret you can hit the thumb up or the thumb down it doesn't <laughs> matter it's engagement so do whatever do whatever <laughs> Like, I was like, ACG's like, yeah, if you liked it, thumbs up. If you don't like it, give it a thumbs down. Like, why are you telling people to give it a thumbs down? Da- oh.
1: oh
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I used to watch a channel that said if you don't like it, hit the, hit the thumbs up twice. so
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's funny. Uh, while you're on the internet, uh, subscribe to all the TMP Studios podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including... The Nerdpocalypse, Apocalypse, um, the flagship show, Black on Black Cinema. Uh, we uh, we just did uh, a movie that um, yeah, everybody should not watch. Everyone should not watch this this movie that we've done. Uh, it's called The Help, and um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not that good. Have you uh, seen it, The Help, Brad? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, no. Of course not. Get out of here. I watch some good movies. Um, come and Distractions. Kingdom Come. <laughs>
0: I, again, I feel, I feel like I need to clarify because this came up on Black and Black Cinema last week. I have not seen Kingdom Come. I, I, I mentioned it as a joke because LL Cool J has been in a lot more things more proud of the Kingdom Come. So it's funny to mention an obscure movie that was not good that he was in when referencing him. I've not actually seen the movie. I'm just aware that he's in it. Okay.
2: Coming uh coming distractions <laughs> will be coming eventually, I guess. Uh we'll probably what we'll probably end up doing is um because a lot of these things are being released on VOD, maybe we'll save some of the um some of the bigger ones uh, and not include them in the first section of the Nerdpocalypse and just do coming distractions. Uh I, s- I
1: definitely want to watch. Uh, it's a Bloomhouse movie coming out next month or the end of this month. It's like, you shouldn't have left or you shouldn't have come here or something like that. Kevin Bacon's in it.
2: Oh, well, there you go. Maybe that can be the, the, uh, the triumphant return. Yeah, you should have left is what it's called. I'm like, I'm all about it. There you go. Uh, that means that it's, uh, either sad or horror or both. And it looks you like get car. The, <laughs> and you, you get the, <laughs> the weekly preview episode of Look Forward. Uh, while you're on the internet, go to slash premium. And for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of Grievances, No Time to Bleed. Uh, we just did Aliens uh, for No Time to Bleed, uh, a, a movie that, uh, you know, I don't know if a lot of people have seen. Uh so you should you should check that out. It's uh it's really good if you like science fiction. Isn't
0: it, isn't it, wasn't it not it was it directed by a very obscure uh, auteur
2: as well? Yeah, honestly? yeah. It was uh Catherine Bigelow's ex-husband.
0: Oh, <laughs> 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 So a real a real indie filmmaker. then.
2: Yeah, yeah, hi, Jaime
1: Cameron if uh, i think it's <laughs> <like> this. <laughs>
2: uh uh, so so listen so listen to uh listen to that it was a it was a great episode uh and uh i had a bunch of revelations uh and then the three of us had a bunch of revelations yeah uh jesus christ i still can't believe that shit and uh the men with the golden tongues will be returning soon um, that's not just uh, the thing that I say at the end of the it's Like, It's actually going to be returning very soon. Upstage conversation uh, with Carrie. I think there's an um, episode releasing this
0: week, the uh, Bob Iverdy episode. I think excellent. That, so.
2: And uh, the full episode of the Look For a Political Podcast. I, I haven't seen uh, I'm the, kind of waiting for this week's.
0: I know. Supposed supposed be, uh, 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 every, every, every time it's late, it's, it's like the Homer Simpson meme of him pounding on the, on the fast food truck. So where's my burrito?
2: Yeah, like I'm hitting refresh and I'm like, yo, what? Where is it? And uh, I need my I need my my political rantings and ravings from uh, the Bacardian cola of <laughs> of political podcasting. So uh,
0: I'll give you a teaser um, about for the new episode of look forward. Andy made a joke about something the president was gonna do, or uh, you know, just, but just joking. And then it happened today.
2: Jesus. Oh, God. Come,
0: oh, come on! <laughs> so there, so theres so, there, so there's a uh, there's a tantalizing uh
2: teaser for you to listen to yeah. this week. have you all listened to o a n i have I, it why you would know? you I, because i'm curious man i are you curious yes i am incredibly curious and it's just like it's like the the uh great value fox right like they have uh a bunch of young women who are uh like amateur porn star attractive i guess (laughs) and they're going around and they act like it's it's adorable it's adorable that they feel they feel like they're doing real news and it just it's a shoddy operation but yeah it's uh goodness gracious uh that that is state-run tv it was a one american news network or something like that something like that yeah that's state-run TV. Get Jesus the fuck Christ. out of here. But yeah, yeah, that's the ad read. Uh, sorry, <laughs> it's, it's long. I'll try to shorten them, but uh, I got a lot to say. So,
0: uh, quick programming notes. Uh Of course, the PS5 reveal event, uh, which was delayed, is happening uh, this June 11th, so Thursday, uh, at I believe what translates to like 3 o'clock uh Eastern time, if I'm not mistaken the 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 one that I have in front of me has it listed in like British Standard Time, and I can't remember this is four,
1: four.
2: Oh,
0: okay four o'clock. o' four o'clock. Uh, Thursday
2: hours. I think yeah. british the British are five hours ahead of us
0: depends on daily how- where daily savings is sitting yeah there's different than ours, but uh so that's coming uh expect to hear our thoughts on that next week unless something just that we cannot wait a week to talk about is shown or revealed
2: yeah they like. If they're like the PS five is coming out and it's coming out July third, like what <laughs> <laughs> but, uh but getting on to the
0: to the rebel news, look, we knew it was happening, but I still got fucking excited when I saw this story pop across <laughs> last week. Uh the the release dates for the remade version of Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, uh which is called Kingdoms of Amalur: Re Reckoning.
1: It needs uh, to just be like, "Yo, can't no remake." That's it. I,
0: I, That's I didn't like that one as much. I, I usually think that those titles are silly, but I think in this case, it's uh, it's not too bad. Uh, but that release date was leaked, leaked, and I'm I'm using the biggest air quotes possible. Leaked by uh by THQ Nordic. Uh, it's coming out August eighteenth. Um the screenshots look really good. Um it, the the art style looks a lot more I don't know, I guess refined. Like the, like the the original game had a a diablo-esque art style. This looks a little bit more um I don't I don't know what the term I'm looking for is. It just looks better. It looks better than the original version did. For sure. As I would expect it to 8 years later. Um but yeah. So it's it's coming uh, it's going to cost thirty nine ninety nine, which is an awesome price. Uh, they could have easily probably charged 60 and would have been fine. But And then there's a collector's edition. It's going to be 110 It comes with a 8-inch statue of one of the characters in the game. Uh, I am so ready for this. I cannot wait to play this game. I never
1: played the DLC. I've I, heard, it. I heard the one was fine. There's and, two things of DLC for yeah. this, um, but I never played it. I've played this game several times, but I don't think I've ever played with the DLC.
2: I uh, I bought this game and didn't give it a chance um, because my character looked like Terry Crews. <laughs> and, well,
0: like, well, again, this, this is another this was another one of those type of games though that was the uh, it was hurt by its release date because this I, I, I distinctly remember this literally came out one month before Mass Effect Three. That and was it. Once Mass Effect Three came out, this game got shoved off to the side. And it, it's, it was one of those things where, you know, you went through two-thirds of it, and then you were like, oh, I'll come back to it. And then when you go to go back to it, it's, it's, like, it's like reading a foreign language
2: that yep, you don't that's, know. A, that's exactly what happened. Um, so, yeah, I'll give this a shot because everyone sees I trust your opinions, and everyone else seems to like this game.
0: So. It's just, like I said, it's, it's, it's just fun. Um, it doesn't this take itself simple. too seriously.
1: The w- combat w- system is really dope. You will like the combat system. Yeah. Imagine, like, the Devil May Cry RPG. It's not that deep, but it's kind of like you can, you have two weapons. You can switch between weapons and shit. It's kind of dope. It's, it's, that's why I liked it so much. The story, I don't know what the fuck happened in the goddamn game. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't it's, remember. It's also one of those, like, types of games that, um, so it does the
0: thing where you have like the three, three different skill trees and you know, where you invest your points determines abilities that you unlock, but they like respecting in the game is so cheap. Like they encourage you basically to, to respect like crazy. If you want to play around with the different powers and play with
1: different builds and stuff like that. So it lets you play how you want to play <clears throat> and switch up if you want. So it's, it's fun. Yep, like they correct. just made it easy to play.
0: Cool. All right. Um, for some reason, Sega is celebrating their 60-year anniversary by releasing a Game Gear Micro in Japan. Now, the Game Gear for me, first first of all, like when I say Micro, I mean this is like... The, it's the guys, size of a PS Vita? No, it's smaller than that. <laughs> is it's, it? it it's you sure? Cause cause did you guys TV ever have a... Had little, did you guys ever have a Game Boy Micro? Like the little rectangular... Oh, wow. What the fuck? Game I do
2: want to play this. I saw a Game Boy Micro before, yeah. Yeah, yeah the thing is tiny Game, as fuck. The Game, Bro Micro, Game Boy Micro looked like it was about as big as this Logitech camera that I'm looking <laughs> at.
0: <laughs> that would be accurate. Yeah, it, it, it was it's pretty so, fucking small. It was so small, the Game Boy Micro was, that, or, that if you remember the size of the Game Boy Advance cartridges... Like literally half of the cartridge would stick out from the bottom yeah. of the system <laughs> when you had it loaded in there. Um, so, like I said, this thing is going to be about fifty bucks, uh, and when it comes out in Japan, uh, I would. It's going to have uh, different colors, and then each. This, it's so dumb. Each color is going to have a different selection of games preloaded onto it. So, like if you get the black wow. one, it comes with like Sonic. Yeah. And one of the Poyo Poyo games, and Outrun, and Royal Stone, and then if you get the no, blue I'm one, trying to play Outrun on this little ass thing.
1: <laughs> I can't play <laughs> Outrun on a big TV. <laughs>
0: like, uh, if you think you can't play Outrun, Terrence, uh, how do you expect to play Gunstar Heroes on on this? Get the game?
1: fuck out of here! That's, that's, I that's one of the key. Love games. that game. That's <laughs> one of my favorite games. Playing that on a on a, a two inch screen, if that. No. Yeah, I don't think this. No, that's impossibility. Right. That's impossibility. <laughs> yeah. Now, and and look,
0: say what you will about this device. If it lasts, if the battery on this lasts longer than two hours, then it's not <laughs> up to the. It's not living up to the, <laughs> the reputation of the original Game Gear. It's, it's like you got, seventeen
1: so, batteries? I had one. You had, I one. had one. Okay, one
0: that's I did, what I was yeah. going to ask yeah. because I, I I don't think I've like I didn't own one, but I had lots of friends that did. So I didn't know if you were one of the people that owned one or you
1: have brand. to buy a 50 pack of batteries that will last you for three days.
0: Or the adapter.
1: I, <laughs> the
2: I don't even know what type for people that have never had one or seen one or held one. I don't even know what type of uh, piece of electronic, uh, uh, what product would even compare to it because it was so big and so like. Like, but it was just like a weird shape, right? Like, you could build a house with a bunch of game gears. Like, that's how big they were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, and heavy, too. They were not. They were, yeah, man, yeah, like, they were big they, fucking.
1: Yeah. Jesus.
0: So, like I said, if you are feeling nostalgic about the game gear, uh, you can try to import one of these guys. None <laughs> of the, none, none of the game selection is incredibly good. But then again, it's also very... Like Japanese centric. There's not a whole lot of great US releases. Not that there were a whole lot of great US games that came out on the Game Gear in the first place. So yeah, Game
2: Game little
1: tiny guy. <laughs> oh, tiny guy. You remember, remember the Neo Geo Pocket?
0: Uh I don't know anyone had one. one.
2: I had one. <laughs> was that the um it was like was that the taco phone one? No, that was the N No, what the fuck? <laughs> like, no, the yeah. the Neo Engage. Geo Pocket
1: came out in like ninety nine? 99,000 or something like that? Um, yeah, I had one. And it had like a uh, little pocket uh, King of Fighters. That was actually a really good system. It wasn't full color. It was weird. And it probably
0: cost $500. Wow, <laughs> no, <if, if>
1: <laughs> nah, my black ass wouldn't have had it because cost that much. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I think it was like $100. That's shocking considering how much the Neo Geo cost. Yeah, how much the original got. Neo Geo cost. Okay. I had a friend of mine who was white. Um, he had
0: it. You didn't have to add
1: that call. <laughs> though,
2: <didn't you>? Huh? <laughs> said, yeah. yeah, white you people don't even own shit anymore. That was like mm, he was white.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing cost an arm and a fucking leg. He $600. had six hundred dollars
2: back
0: in like nineteen
2: ninety. I'm
1: like, how the fuck did he afford? I'm like, I right. think his parents sold drugs or something. I don't know. Anyway.
0: <laughs> I I still will never understand. I mean, not that they lasted long, but it just it blows my mind how like the 3DO and the Neo Geo and the Atari Jaguar, like, even existed. I don't was, know how the Jaguar existed. I, I knew
2: one person with a Jaguar. Yeah, me he too. He only had one game. What it was it? Tempest
1: 2010-2000. <laughs> no. <he, laughs> well, um, or the Predator uh, game. Yep. Yeah, the
2: Alien versus Predator game.
1: Yeah. Those are the two games my friend had. And,
2: and didn't Alien that controller look like a
1: 2000
2: that, that controller looked like a telephone pad. Like,
0: like, like a nine key layout or something like that on it. It was fucking weird. The only time I ever touched one was at a was at a uh, convention at the Maryland State Fairground. I don't remember what convention it was, but there was some some video game thing going on down there, and uh, and I and I played one for like five minutes, and that was my only experience with the uh, with the Atari Jaguar. Yeah, this thing is a
1: what the fuck is going on with this controller?
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember this shit. Uh, there's quite a bit of EA news this week. Uh, the first thing is that uh, starting last week, you can now get your EA games on Steam. Um, they finally gave up trying to do their own launcher, their own storefront. Um, so now you can get the Dragon Age games, Crisis, Need for Speed, Unravel, the new Command and Conquer. You know, collection that they're doing all this other stuff. Now you can get on Steam. Yeah, they um,
1: that was remaster, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah. that's coming soon. Um, notably absent from Steam, though, uh, Battlefield Five, not on here. FIFA Twenty, Sims Four, and Apex Legends uh, are not in this first wave of releases, and there's no news as to whether or not they will be making their way to the (laughs) service.
2: Um, if you already bought it on Origin. Do you, <laughs> Dick, Can you like? Do they give you a Steam code, or oh, do you just? Have what there?
0: a ridiculous question! Of course not. No way to the case. Who are we talking about here? Transfer your purchases over. Hey, you'll be lucky to get to keep your save data.
2: Oh yeah, you get yeah. You most definitely won't be able. To. <laughs> like, if you want it that bad, you should want to play it again.
0: I don't think. I don't think Origin. Is actually it can't be inoperable because if they still have you know if they haven't brought all the games over like Origin probably still works. Yeah. So you just don't get the you just don't get the benefits of Steam like your friend uh, friendless and all that other jazz. Um, they did they did turn around EA did on one point though we talked a couple weeks ago how uh, EA was taking the simple uh, smart delivery system that Microsoft has devised and finding a way to complicate the shit out of it when it comes to the upcoming Madden twenty one. Well, they've since reversed course, and now they have said that if you buy Madden 21 on the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One, uh, you will be able to upgrade to Madden 21 on the newer consoles for free uh, up until Madden 22 releases in the summer of 2021, which is the way to do it. Like, good job. Like, yeah. wait, wait, wait to wait let common sense reign, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> Uh, Arguably the biggest news for EA, though, is that uh, they have added cross-play to Need for Speed Heat, the first EA game to have cross-play in its arsenal. So if you are uh, playing Need for Speed Heat, uh, you can now play with your friends on PS4, Xbox One, and PC across all platforms. Again, no indication uh, on whether or not this is something that you're going to see coming to other EA games, but I'd have to imagine... That this is kind of the equivalent of the slow rollout tested in a game that no one's actually playing, and then make sure. I was about (laughs) to say, who the fuck plays Need for Speed Heat? (laughs) I'm like, does that? that?" Okay. Well, look, they like said, if you're gonna break shit, don't don't break shit in FIFA or Madden. Breaking a Need for Speed, (laughs) listen, work out all the all the bugs and uh and then bring it to the the other games when when it's good to go.
1: Like more people play the culling than the fucking Need for Speed Heat. (laughs)
0: I don't the know. Fuck about is it.
1: <laughs> like Are you sure. I don't know. I look. I don't know nothing about Need for Speed Heat. When did that come out?
0: Uh, November this past year. Yeah, because
1: so been uh,
2: out for a little bit. My dumbass bought it, and um,
1: is that I the know, one I in Miami where easy. you got where you race at yeah. night and you get like money, and you race during the day, you get points or some stupid shit like that?
2: Yeah, it's a very convoluted system to try and make you play. Like, <laughs> like I would rather just have a day-night cycle, man. Like, I you know and just let me do what I want to do when I want to do it. I, you know, it's, I don't know. It's not that great. I, I I say this every time, a uh, a racing game comes, but I think that's it. That's it. I'm not getting another, (laughs) I'm not getting another racing game until the next need for speed game, apparently, because I'm a sucker.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sorry. It's probably not going to come out for three years anyway. So, you know, (laughs) uh, finally, uh, sentient alien Adam silver, the commissioner of the NBA (laughs) said that uh, the NBA is considering piping in crowd noise during broadcasts when they resume their season uh, starting at the end of July uh, from using audio from the NBA 2k series. Now a lot of people are ridiculing this. Um, I understand. So basically what's happening, the NBA has, has figured out a plan to finish out the, 2019 2020 NBA season Uh, they're going to start it back up and July 31st it's going to take place in Orlando entirely like all the teams will be there playing in front of an empty arena now soccer has been back in some countries for a little bit here and they're playing in empty stadiums right now as well because of the coronavirus situation that's still ongoing around the world the first week um, when it came back I watched and it was weird listening and hearing like how you could just hear the players yelling at each other uh, and how quiet it was it was different um but it was definitely very strange and then starting the week after that they started piping in crowd noise over the top of the game and the fact is the way that the angle is for soccer telecasts you don't see very much of the stands During regular action like you do when, you know, camera cuts for between plays or, you know, someone scores a goal and that kind of stuff. But if you, the the crowd noise thing wasn't that bad because if you didn't know that there wasn't fans in the stadium, you might not realize it until you saw those different shots. I don't know if... That's going to work the same for the NBA. It might look stupider because you get to see more of the crowd during an NBA game at all times. Yeah,
2: like unless they're going to change the unless they're going to change the camera angles to the way NBA 2K players play the game. <laughs> right. It's not going to look right. And then every time someone has to go to the free throw line, like it's just going to be where they're going to turn it up. They got a, they got a different button to uh, for booze, for home you know, and away. booze, right? Who's like, home and away? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. A, like, somebody won't hit a buzzer beater, and you just gonna hear <laughs> like, nah, yo, <laughs> it's gonna be weird, man. It's gonna like, be did, weird. In- in South Korea, they
1: baseball came back. Don't they? Yeah. They had like plushies in the stands.
0: Yeah. Just so the stadium looked full. Cool, yeah. I guess that's pretty funny. Um, and, and something that's very on brand for South <laughs> Korea. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's going to be very odd. I don't see like watching that. I'm like, dude, just. Yeah. Again, it's going to be like watching a fucking wrestling match with no audience, which people have been doing for the last three months. But it just. I can't do it. I mean, it's even weird. even
0: they caved on that. Like first, I mean, first AEW did it, but then WWE filed suit. Where they have like NXT recruits in where the audience would be, like standing up and cheering and doing all that stuff now. Yeah, which makes it, it a little bit more natural, but not entirely. But natural. not
2: really, especially yeah. when you when you realize that they're being told who to cheer and who to boo for, and and it, you know, it's just kind of it's. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but at the same time, like I still I can watch it now. I wasn't watching when there was no crowd. I just it's just too it's just too odd to me. Like why these why these grown ass men like flippity dippity and like for for nobody's entertainment? Like nah. But um, I I like the sparse crowd thing, Hmm. but um, pumping. Pumping crowd noise and like you said, if if you see empty chairs, then well one, it's purely for the benefit of us, right? Mm-hmm. And two, if you see empty chairs, it, it's not gonna feel right. So what's the point in doing it if it's for us, but we can still see that no one's there? I don't yeah. I don't know. I'm not poo-pooing it. I certainly would like to see it. Just to see what it looks like. Maybe they'll put they'll not only take the audio
0: from 2K, but they'll also put the digital crowd. They'll somehow superimpose that into the broadcast as well.
2: Hey, why not? You can use augmented reality. That
0: would be pretty ingenious if they did that. <laughs> I don't know how well it would work, but it could be done. Or you could do there was this like college basketball game that existed for the Super Nintendo. I don't remember what it was called. But because it was SNES and they didn't have the capabilities to actually do a crowd, basically like you had the court and you had the elements that were on the court and then everything else was just this blue void that existed around the basketball court. So maybe, maybe you do that. You just put a green screen uh, around the around the court and then you put in whatever background you want for the games. Yeah, that'd be
2: weird That'll work. Uh, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon. When you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all your Amazon purchases, you help us out by giving us a little bit of finder's fee. you. You don't pay any more money and it helps the show. Uh, I'm at www.densepixels.com slash Amazon right now, and I typed in NBA, and you can get yourself a basic fun connects NBA game day full court set, Hardwood Classics Edition Building Set Lakers great gift for boys and an ampersand ellipsis for $49.99. Dude, uh, I used to love
0: Kinex back in the day.
2: It's uh it's 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 uh three stars, 40 reviews. Um and uh, yeah, you can you can build and play all day. And uh, this is its connects. These are fake Legos. What the fuck is yeah? This, this is yeah. I don't. Know. This
0: ain't this ain't this ain't the Kinects <laughs> of my youth.
2: This is this is off-brand Lego. What? This is off-brand.
0: Did connects sell out of the uh, out of the construction building uh, realm that they exhibited, uh, and just went to the fucking fake Lego brick style? When did this happen? Why didn't I get a memo?
2: I'm going, to need, I'm going to need Lego to either A, make hair pieces for all different <laughs> types of hairstyles, or B, just saw off that little nub on the top of a bald player's head. First of all, someone may be bald and he still right, got. That, the that it
0: looks weird as shit. Like Larry Larry Bird has like hair paint on his head, but he's still got a bald
2: nub sticking out.
0: <laughs> Say what Lego. you will about Lego, they would have gone the extra mile and and gotten the Larry Bird early eighties hairdo.
2: Yeah, they would have got the mop to put on his head, man. Right. Get out of here, man! Get out of here. This is, it looks ridiculous. Get this Gobots shit out of my. Allen
0: Iverson might look the most ridiculous. <laughs> Because he's got the cornrows, but again, the top of the head is just
2: yeah. It's really it. I, it's it's very unattractive. Lego and fake Lego. Um, and, and what the what fuck? You're paying,
0: you're paying fifty dollars for just a flat fucking court that you could that you had to build the basket on either end.
1: Fuck out of here. I'm hey, why is this you're Legos? Like, what? This is not connect. I had the connect roller coaster set. I had the connect roller kid. coaster. I used to love that fucking thing. I love yeah, that. what the fuck is this? It's awesome! <laughs> this is not connects. This
2: is not so, connects. There you Sold go. It. Sold out. If you, you know. if you want to get uh, now
0: they're known better than Duplo or or other off-brand <laughs> <all> Legos.
2: <laughs> if you want to get uh, if you want to get this uh, fake Lego set and have your Lego Wilt Chamberlain have a bunch of little mini <laughs> Lego. <laughs> Baby from <laughs> all across the country. Uh, go to www.densepixels.com/Amazon.
0: Good lord! <laughs> so Micah, Micah, stays in that need for speed trap forever. Um, I will always be super hyped whenever Bungie drops a uh, vidoc for the not a, not a vidoc, but a video for the new the new Destiny content that's coming. And today. It's a very big day because not only did they detail the new season, which starts today, uh, but they also detailed what's happening in destiny Two year four and year five and year six. Wow. <laughs> so so they're fucking doing it. So the season of arrival starts today. Uh, the, there, if you go into the destiny world right now, uh, Micah, you might not know this, uh, the almighty, uh, the cabal decided to, uh, take revenge Ooh. on the Guardians by uh, hurtling the Almighty toward Earth. That was the entire last season. Was, uh, it was slowly hurtling uh, towards the Earth. And uh, uh,
2: What the hell was Bobby Lashley doing in space? <laughs> I have no idea what the Almighty is.
0: It was that giant cabal ship that was trying to blow up the sun that, okay. you, that you infiltrated at the end of the game.
2: Yeah, basically.
0: okay. Um, and basically, you, you got on board with Rasputin. Uh, who you found? Who you find out is not just a cold machine, but it learned like human emotions and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, so Zavala can trust him now. And Rasputin blew up the Almighty, but it it it, it you know debris flew everywhere because it's a giant fucking ship, and the towers partially fucked up again. Um, but now the darkness is here, and you, and if you go to the different destinations in Destiny, there's pyramid ships all over the place. That's the new season. Um, This new season, they added a new dungeon that has to do uh, with the Nine. There's all the normal trappings that new Destiny seasons have with new exotic quests, things like that. But the most exciting part of this uh, was they shed the details on Destiny 2 Beyond Light, which is going to be the next big expansion, which comes out in uh, September of this year. Uh, There's a new destination called Europa, uh, the Exo Stranger from the original Destiny game. Uh, is finally returning. Uh, Europa is an icy moon of Jupiter um, where the darkness was apparently uh, successful or it's going to be related to the darkness in a huge way. Uh, The biggest news here is that there is a new element added to the game for the first time ever. Like Even back to Destiny 1, it's just been Solar, Void, and Arc. And now they're adding a new element called Stasis, which is... The powers of the darkness, basically. So you will get to wield uh, the darkness powers in some way, shape, or form. So there's going to be all new subclasses, uh, all new weapons, new damage type. Uh, people have been asking for a new damage type in the game for a long, long time, um, and that's coming now as well. Uh, there is a new raid called Deepstone Crypt. Uh, of course, not a lot of details on that quite yet because they're you know going to save some stuff for later on. Um, and then they talked about the next three years of Destiny. So we already know what the big expansions in 2021 and 2022 are going to be called and what they're going to focus around. Um, the, in 2021, we have Destiny 2, the Witch Queen, uh, where we get to face Savathun, uh, who's been kind of a thorn in our side during all of Destiny 2 from the Shadows. And then 2022, uh, it's called Lightfall. And the image that they showed was basically a pyramid ship on top of the Traveler, essentially. Like, over top of the Traveler. So that might be where everything really uh, comes to a head. Uh, They also talked about how, because the game is expanding in... Like, Destiny 2 is a huge fucking game now at this point. Like, it's enormous with all the different... All the content they have in the game. They're going to start vaulting some of the content that's not getting played. So, like, old strikes that aren't being played a lot possibly some of the old story missions, uh, maybe even raids. But I I think they'll be hesitant to do that as much. Um, But they're going to start vaulting content away that they can then bring back later. But part of that is they're now going to be bringing back and remixing some Destiny 1 content as well. So in the fall with Beyond Light, uh, the Cosmodrome will be uh, a destination that you can go back to. Uh, there are three strikes from the Cosmodrome and Destiny 1 will be playable, including the Sepsis Strike, uh, which everyone, if you played the Destiny 1 demo back in the day, has played that strike. And uh, Vault of Glass is being reworked and is coming back into the game. Uh, that's kind of fun. this fall. I'm looking that's, forward to that because I never did get to play
1: Vault of Glass.
2: That's um, that's cool, man. Uh, You know, it's amazing that, that they have really uh, been able to kind of grow this platform uh, in a way that, I mean, I don't know for 100% sure, but I'm 99% sure they wouldn't have been able to do uh, if they were still under
0: Activision. (laughs) As as, as, as someone (laughs) correctly pointed out, if they were still under Activision, you'd be getting Destiny 3 later. Right, right,
2: exactly. So it's very cool that uh, these people can... uh, continue this thing that they obviously love. Um, yeah, they, wow, they're not bullshitting. Um, I I hopped on to Destiny uh, because I heard this this thing was coming out, this, this doc, and I said, well, I haven't been on Destiny in a long time. Let me hop on. And I hopped on, and I had to wait for an hour of updates. Uh, updates. <laughs> and I hopped on, and I... I saw the, the director, and I just said, yo, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. I don't know what point in the story I am. Because that's one thing about Destiny that I will give it. Like The lore in Destiny is really interesting. And, and I, would, I would love it if this was like a television series. But oh
0: you, you missed you missed all the all the shit that just happened. It's crazy. Yeah. I like I mean, like like, like Fellwinter, one of the Iron Lords, was actually an exo that was like like Rasputin kind of commandeered and uh-huh. and injected like his personality because and had and was he was basically Rasputin just walking around. And because Rasputin wanted to learn about humanity and wanted to learn about humans and understand oh, shit. what they were like, and then when he died, when when Fellwinter died and got revived as a guardian, of course when you become a guardian, like all of your past life memories are erased, like Rasputin killed him and and created the Siva outbreak that from way back in fucking Destiny One um, for the rise of wolves expansion because he was jealous. Um, like because because he because it was basically like like he treated him like he was his son almost.
2: Yeah, see, like like I I, I miss stuff like that, right? But I but I fell off, and and no, I feel like there's no way that I can catch that
1: train again. <laughs> That's what so, happened when I tried to jump back on like l- early last year. I'm like, I,
2: well, you know. and that's
0: and that's why they talked about that they're trimming aspects of the game because it is just that's too a good much. Move. Like when you when you walk into there, it's just way too much shit going on. And like I said, you vault something, you know, make it go away for a while. And what's the old adage? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like like that strike that you played a hundred times in the past, you know, two years is pretty boring now, but. If you, ha- if you don't get to play it for two, three years, and then it all of a sudden it comes back, and you get those nostalgia feelings again. And yeah. Especially if they remix it and, and revamp the content a little bit as well. Um, so that's really cool. They also said uh, that with the way upgrading will work, um, it's it's they're keeping it the same fa- platform family. And so if you buy this expansion or the season pass on PS4, uh, when you get a PS5, you're good to go. All the content comes with you. You don't have to rebuy it again. Um, same thing with Xbox. If you buy an Xbox One, when you get a Series X, all that stuff comes with you. Uh, they're enabling cross-play in the same family of consoles. So like PS3 players can play with PS4 players, can play with or, well, PS, PS3, sorry, PS4 players can play with PS5 players. Um, Xbox One players can play with uh, Series X players. And they said they're working, they're hoping 2021 uh, they can get cross-platform play. Uh, in the game, is what their goal is. Wow. At this point. So, <laughs> the dream. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if, if they can get it there. So, yeah, like I said, I am... Uh, but here's the problem, though. This comes out, this new season... Not new season, this new expansion comes out in September.
2: Nope. So I, I, Even if Cy- I wanted to.
0: <laughs> right, Cyberpunk coming out, and then once we're done with Cyberpunk... Well, well, fuck, first, King's Bomb War comes out. Then, you know, we're going to be playing that into September. Then fucking Cyberpunk drops. And that's going to probably take up a good two months of time. And then fucking Assassin's Creed comes out. <laughs> so, like, it's going to be nonstop, yeah. like, game Damn. after game. It's going to be tough to get back into. And, and, yeah, and yeah. Destiny's a game that it demands your time, man. Like, it's not a game that's easy just to hop into for half hour here, an hour here, and then hop out. Like, when you play, you want to play for a good period of time. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> we'll see. I was watching uh old videos and previews of uh Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I can't wait for that game to come out, man. Uh, it just it just everything about it, the the aesthetic, the, the way it plays, the story, like it just I cannot wait for that game to come out. Like I like I kinda hope we're still on quarantine when that game comes out. <laughs>
0: so we go to the dense pixels post office you could ask your questions we answer some of the show uh malcolm asks when can we expect the kentacloth from brad (laughs) you guys haven't sent me mine yet i'm really disappointed when i when when i when i when i saw uh house democrats were all wearing them i thought that was going to be new standard issue Uh, for white people but no it's not it's not coming in the mail i shouldn't expect it
2: i uh i don't mind the occasional pandering but you 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 don't need to do all that man you you don't need to do all that (laughs) although the memes have been very funny right like (laughs) like one of, of of someone who's just like hey i have my friends coming over and one of them's black don't embarrass me. And then it's a picture of them in their kente cloth and shit like that. Like, all right, yo, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and then uh, he also says, shout out to Johnny Belfield's
0: cousin, Punishment Martinez, for having the match the weekend at NXT in your house. <laughs> um, I'm glad that he changed his name to Damien, or that they changed his name to Damian Priest, because Punishment Martinez is a ridiculous ring name in an industry Punishment full of ridiculous Martinez. names. Um, yeah. Fun fact, though, I did get to see him at the house show I went to last year, had a really good match with Keith Lee. Um, That was like a 25-minute epic. A really, really cool match for someone I hadn't fucking heard of. Punishment Martinez at that point. A.K.A.
1: Punishment Martinez.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That was his name. And they realized that that was stupid. So let's get a new name. Um, Gaston asks, Perhaps the question for Look Forward? Uh, No, it's not. Your question is perfectly appropriate in this setting uh do you think gaming companies that have commented on recent protests and black lives matter are being genuine are there any companies that you plan to avoid going forward due to their lack of response or disingenuine commentary
2: no any of these companies are genuine no i really don't it's it's, period It's Tim Sterling did a thing about, uh, you know, it being June and June is pride month and, you know, like clockwork, all, all yeah. the, every company ever, uh, every company everywhere that's not like overtly bigoted, uh, switches their logo to a rainbow logo. And then, you know, January, uh, June 30th or 31st, however many days are in June, uh, at, at, at eleven fifty nine, they turn it off. <laughs> right. So no, I don't. I don't think. I mean, on the one hand, like it's nice to see, um, but I don't. I no. A corporation. A corporation is not benevolent. They want. They want your money, and they realize that. Um, it, it, they want to be on the right side of history. Nobody wants to be out there you know, waving the, the flag of, of a bigot, which uh, is a white flag because they surrender and give up because they bitches. And, and, and look, I, I get it. Like wanting to be on the right side of history, I appreciate that. It's nice to see instead of saying absolutely nothing, but I don't believe they're genuine. Uh, the only one that might be genuine is maybe Ubisoft, because they they have two broken arms because they are quick to pat themselves on the back, <laughs> especially for Assassin's Creed games, by saying that this game is made by people of every race, color, creed, gender, sexual orientation, and all that. And they only do that. They Honestly, I think they only do that because if a bunch of white people are making a game about assassins in Egypt, that ain't... That's not a good look. <laughs> you know what I mean? A
0: so, uh, bunch of black so,
2: people making a, making, a game, making a game about Nordic assassins. Like, what the fuck do you know about it? Well, so, but at one point, so at one point, I don't know. It's,
0: it's hard. I, I definitely think that I agree with you that most companies, and, and we're talking about game companies in general, most companies um, probably are, are just, like you said, trying to be, make sure they're on the right side of history. I think I think there's some genuine attempts. So, for example, um, during the Bungie stream today, they so they 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 had their countdowns. So they they had their countdown that starts like 15 minutes before the stream starts, where they go live on Twitch and there's this countdown clock. After the countdown ended, they started the stream with another with a count up. Basically, um, that was eight minutes and 46 seconds. And during that time, they basically posted like you know. the the typical thing you'd expect to see like we need to do better we need to address racism black lives matter here's a bunch of black lives matter like charities and and places that you could donate to and and they did a lot that felt somewhat genuine and that's bolstered by the fact that pete parsons who is the head of their pr firm was literally in seattle on the streets protesting over the weekend like like Mm -hmm. it was you know on the ground stuff so i think there's some folks that you know, are definitely genuine because think about it, game companies, game studios, um, people that are in tech tend to be a little bit younger, usually probably yeah. more liberal, you know, so I, I think there are a lot of folks that do have those genuine feelings. It'd be cool if they can get their, you know, representation a little bit better. Yeah. yeah higher, higher, that kind of stuff, so.
2: You want to, you want to show support? <laughs> how about we see some black faces in there? How, about how, how many black people do you see in that doc, in that video documentary?
0: Well, mm-hmm. to, be fair, to be fair, in the Vidoc, it was literally just Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy being okay. socially distant or apart from each other. So I, I get why okay. don't see a lot of there. Okay. but I, there. But I, but I take your point.
2: And it's not just like we need more black people and I need to see more black people, right? Like it's, it's not just that. Like I know, you know, I live in the real world, right? But it, 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 it's, I don't know, part of it is me because I feel i'm taking this really hard like harder than i usually am because most of us are honestly (laughs) because you got a son well yeah like i got a son and and i but like you know you grow up and you're 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 taught that that uh you know at a young young age you know back when you were indoctrinated by you know Pl- saying a, p- a pledge of allegiance to a country, right? Like yeah, when I stopped me? saying a
1: pledge of allegiance? You know what grade I was in?
2: First? <laughs> 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 nah, sixth grade.
1: Once I got but, to middle school, I was like, nah, fuck that.
2: Right. Like like you're indoctrinated with that stuff, right? And and it works on kids, man. It worked on me, right? I'm probably uh at least at least out of the the three black people on this network I'm probably the most like hey guys america's not that bad yes and i feel and, I, <laughs> and it just hit me it just hit me this year partly because of of my son that it's just a big betrayal right it's it's i've been betrayed by my country and and i i care about it so much and because i feel betrayed like it it's It's hit me in a level that it has never hit me before, and if there's one thing that you do not do in the what nine almost ten years that we've been doing this is you do not betray <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm 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 rapidly running out of fucks to give for for this country uh, but that's neither here nor there I got to focus on this video game <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Johnny it's asked not how, easy no it's not. it really isn't I don't believe any of these fucking companies fuck all of them as far as I'm concerned I
0: mean look the, the, the ones to be concerned about are the ones that are seeing this moment and still managing to find a way to come out with like a like, like that can't even say black lives matter. That's still. Yeah. If you can't say it, fuck you, yo, you can't
2: (laughs) fuck off. yo. You can't say the words. Nah, (laughs) even call of duty, call of duty. The fucking weekend warrior. By the way, you know, you know,
0: that there was some fu- there there was a fucking hell of a lot of white people that were pissed off they were forced to see shit oh, yeah.
1: Didn't it pop up when you turned the game on? Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> I don't think I tried. And, and and if I, I I didn't do it myself, but I have to imagine that they probably had like the delayed prompt where you couldn't just like get rid yeah, of it. Yeah, you had noise. to read the shit. Like, yeah,
2: <laughs> put it there as a loading screen. Fuck that. Make Black Lives Matter messages your loading screen for all video games. And watch how quickly the loading situation in video games gets solved. <laughs> uh, oh hey, for
1: the rest of the year. Yeah, every video game that comes out just a Black Lives Matter fucking splash screen at the very beginning. <laughs> On for 10 seconds before it goes to anything else.
0: So jo- Johnny talks about the gaff, Mic that you uh, referenced earlier. Uh, the creator of Skullgirls, I can read reference during a stream. Yo.
2: Right did you hear it?
0: No, I did no, not. What did
1: he say?
2: So, so there, he's, common, he's He's doing commentary. I think a black person, a black woman, is on commentary with him. Oh, and one person is a three-person commentary. One person says something to the effect of, uh, you know, one 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 person was putting pressure on another opponent. And the one guy is like, yeah, he's really putting pressure on him. He's really suffocating him. And then Mike Z is like, and this is how he says it, too. He's like, so he's putting pressure, huh? So I guess you could say he couldn't breathe. That's
0: fucking terrible.
2: What the fuck? fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And he said it like he was thinking of it, and he just was like, you know what? I'm gonna get a laugh, <laughs> and it was met. It was met with what felt like eight minutes and forty three seconds of silence. <laughs> it was met with nothing but silence. Like legit, it, w- it felt like ten or fifteen seconds of just straight silence. And that's one, two. <laughs> Three count to fifteen right now in your head while while watching a fighting game tournament, and yo, that's a lot of time, man. And then they just kind of they just kind of just kept on going, and but yo, oh, was, they they
0: they they cool. said a lot. That 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 that's like the uh, that's like the Justin Trudeau when he was asked about <laughs> yo, that was <laughs> fucking <laughs> funny that, dude, as shit. What's like sitting there, like 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 you can see him like literally. You can can see his wheels turning as he tried to
1: figure out the best way to answer the question. That wasn't completely running (laughs) down your closest ally. I thought they had like, did some kind of camp, like, I thought they had taken a clip and and just like, looped it. (laughs) (laughs) It was like 30 seconds.
0: He was like, and he went like, he kept trying, he like, go to speak. he's like, no, no, I need to, back to the drawing board like said so the his first instinct of fuck that guy like, that's not right <laughs> that's
1: funny what he wanted to say like fuck that nigga yo like i can't say that i am a fucking diplomat yo oh, it's shit. like every yo that yeah, that's, that really that's a pretty
0: funny. that's a pretty serious fucking uh fucking gaffe um yo that's say the least
1: <laughs> the
0: like,
2: and, like the way you're telling it that he clearly like yo you know, like, he's, listen like, to me like, like, i got it listen to it <laughs> i'm telling going. you <laughs> he, he knew what he was doing and he was like, so I guess you could say he can't breathe. I'm like, what the fuck? Why would you oh, say man. that? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's
0: pretty good. Uh, Cam asks, which, uh, which game studio is most likely to fuck up and try to make a game where a racist cop is redeemed through bullshit? And why will it be owned by Microsoft? Look, no game company is going to be stupid enough to do. Any kind of fucking thing like that.
2: No major company. No, No. if you see something like that, it'll be some indie shit that you see on Steam. Yep,
0: I would agree. Uh, James asks, uh, my question is for Micah, the true baseball man (laughs) of the show. (laughs) How excited are you for Long Gone Summer, the ESPN 30 for 30, about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? And Brad can chime in if there's time.
2: Um, the only thing I know about Mark McGuire is that he's a steroid guy that hit a lot of home runs. And the only thing I know about Sam and Sosa is that he uses, uh, uh, skin cream, cream. <laughs> yeah, cream to say the least. Um, uh, he was as dark as Terrence and now he is paler than Brad's shirt. Like he's like, he was yes. pinker than Brad's shirt. Like, so it's ridiculous. It's Let me sad. tell
0: you, um, Sammy Sosa like played a year in Baltimore, um, at the tail end of his career, it was actually quite pleasurable having Sos on your team. I wasn't expecting to enjoy uh, late stage Sos. and so this is before, of course, you know he decided to go crazy. Um, but uh, I, this thirty for thirty should be pretty good. Uh, it'll take you back to time of, of great naivete amongst baseball fans when these two guys were mashing homers like no one ever had before and no one even thought to think for a second if they were steroids (laughs) Beside the fact that mark mcguire literally did interviews in his locker with fucking steroids like in the locker behind him (laughs) no bullshit (laughs) but it wasn't against the rules at the time so no one no one really cared um and then to connect it back to video games uh james asks uh what is everyone's favorite sports focused game not titled nba jam or fifa (sighs)
2: NFL 2K5 sports game for sports focus game. Yeah. Um, Does NBA Street count?
0: Sure. Why not? It's not NBA Jam.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I'm copping (laughs) out and saying uh, NBA Street.
0: That's totally fine. I'm too. I played a ton of baseball games growing up. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. Was very good, uh, you know. What I played the demo for Super Mega Baseball Three. That game's actually pretty fun. It's a lot more in depth uh, from a simulation standpoint than you would expect a game that looks like it does uh, to be. But it's still pretty accessible. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's uh, yeah that uh, they worth forty five dollars. I don't think, but it's it's still pretty good. But yeah, that's about it. I also played the NHL series for a lot of years as well. Um. Let's see. Carrie asks, uh, my daughter's just started playing Streets of Rage four and is really enjoying herself. What are some more games in the genre that I can point her toward?
2: Uh Malcolm gives was the correct answer. <laughs> River, City, River Girls. City Girls. Yeah. River yeah. City uh River City Girls is um is fun. It's basically two friends. It's basically uh the River City ransom guys mm-hmm. get kidnapped and their girlfriends save them.
0: Yeah. Um, I would also recommend uh, Castle Crashers as well. They did a remastered version of that on Switch, and I think Xbox One as well. Uh, It's an older game. came out back when the 360 was relatively young, but uh, it's really fun, and then you can play it together also. It's just really wacky action. Pretty good. Uh, And Leonardo, we'll end with him. He asks, do you think, and this is probably more for uh, a good question to ask Micah this question, because as his son gets older, these are the type of things they'll have to... uh, They'll have to figure out. Is the Are the Yakuza games appropriate for a nine-year-old? My sister enjoys watching me play, but I usually refrain from doing anything too wild in the game like the strip, strip clubs and stuff like that while she is watching.
1: I've played, um, I've played one, two, and zero. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. <I> <laughs> they are not. not.
2: Even side quests, you know, like one of yeah. the side quests in one of them games is you have to track down some somebody that's like a serial panty stealer. Like there's a guy going around stealing panties. And, <laughs> Isn't that um judgment? Oh, they all run together to me. <laughs> and, um, yeah. and, but it's, it, yeah, no. And that's, and, and that's judgment. That's the one where yeah. you play a cop. <laughs> 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 Not the one where you play a hardened gangster. So, no, the the stories in the Yakuza games, while Yakuza is very silly, the stories are kind of heavy sometimes. And then, you know, they kind of delve into, it's a lot of like pervert humor in in those games. Uh, A lot of like Japanese pervert humor. So I probably wouldn't recommend uh, a nine-year-old watch you play it. Um, cause you'll be, you'll be like, you'll be like fighting a group of gangsters, uh, for another gangster. And then you'll do a side quest where there's just a guy walking around in his tidy whiteys or something <laughs> like that. Like it's, you know, I, I would not. All
0: right. Uh, that's it for the post office. If you guys, uh, are in our fan group, that's slash fans, you can submit questions to us. When we post those up on Monday, and as you can see, we answer as many as we can on the show. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, as well as all the other TNP Studio shows. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, YouTube.com/slash pixels, and follow Terrence and Carrie on Twitch. Uh, Terrence is apparition410, and Carrie is supitscarrie on Twitch.
1: stream uh, some and- uh, some um, Dragon, Dragon Ball. That's the other one? Power, Power Rangers the other day. Yeah.
0: Still, still on that Power Rangers kick, huh?
1: It's a good game, man. Yep. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thank you very much for watching, listening. We'll see you all the next time.
1: See ya. Take it easy.